Welcome to the Working Moms Podcast, featuring inspiring stories and resources for the modern working mom. I'm your host, estate planning attorney, investor, and pregnant mama-to-be, Pam Moss. All right, today's guest is Arazu. She is the founder of Dispatch Mom. She is a startup founder coach and an advisor. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much. Like, I am so excited to have you. And I'd love to start hearing, um, start by hearing about your background. What led you to become this CEO and startup coach? Yeah. So I, uh, my background overwhelmingly is corporate America. I was a corporate executive for 20 some years in um, Fortune 5, Fortune 50, actually. Um, and the smallest enterprise I worked for was a billion dollars in, in revenue. And then I um, was invited to co-found a, a little company, a startup company, uh, back in 2016. And that was my first introduction to the whole world of startups. I left that startup in 2018 with an intention of never going back to the startup world. <laughs> but interestingly enough, the startup world did not leave me. I thought I was done, but uh, the startup world kept coming. And it kept coming in forms of... Um, entrepreneurs and founders um, coming to me for advice, whether it had to do with fundraising or had to do with navigating their path. I stumbled into investing and that got me into, into more you know, involvement in the startup ecosystem. And so that's how I started coaching startup founders. Um, I decided, okay, I was, gonna, I was doing some consulting anyways for enterprise customers. And I really decided to focus on startup founders and help them with their journey. Um, and that really does fuel me. I, I love doing that. I love that. And for a moment ago, you said, I, I was planning to kind of leave the startup world and it sucked me back in. And I'd love to hear a little bit more about what you meant by that. <laughs> you know, I, I um, so I left the company that I had co-founded. I still remained a, uh, an investor. So I left it as an operator, mm-hmm. but it really wasn't, uh, a, a, it was a painful exit. Okay. And it had left a bitter taste in my mouth. So that was the whole point that, you know, I came out, I'm like, I'm done with this. This is ridiculous. I'm going to go back to corporate. I'm going to be with grownups Da, 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 da. And I really tried. I really, really tried. But, you know, universe had its own plans, you know, it, starting from, you know, one of good, my good friends that had started his own um, technology HR tech company and needed advising and consulting to Heidi Ganahl, who is the founder of Camp Bow Wow. And she is um, she has launched another enterprise called She Factor, and she connected with me and asked me to help her launch that company. And so, you know, I had no intentions of staying in the startup world, and but but it, like I said, it didn't leave me. And then when I started advising founders and working with them in helping them launch their ventures, I, I really saw the good side of entrepreneurship and, and startup. And I decided it's like a calling. I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, so I've been doing that ever since. I love that. And I love how you turned kind of a negative experience into a way to help other people. And I'm sure that experience kind of now looking back 
is, has brought so much value to you and to other people. And um, I just love hearing that. So what exactly is a startup coach or startup advisor? Yeah, so there are a variety of startup coaches and advisors, anywhere from, you know, mental health and being a therapist, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I am that, uh, to um, how do you take your startup to, you know, exit. I focus on first-time founders, uh, founders that have not had a startup, you know, experience before. What happens with those founders is they get very, very confused about what to do next. They have an idea and they want to take this idea to the market and they, they, there's a million paths that they're considering and they don't know which path to go and how to determine you know, what the next steps are. In some cases, they have a, a product, but the product is not gaining traction and they wonder why. And so the coaching that I do provide to the founders is... Um, helping them take their idea to market and launch it. And if they are on the, on the wrong path to launch their product, I help them get course, course correct and uh, launch it in, in a way that is scalable later, uh, later. I was talking to a startup founder a couple, actually it was last week, and she has a just beautiful product. Um, it's, a, um, it's a sauce it's a yummy, yummy sauce, but she's going about it in a business to consumer fashion. And so she's not getting a lot of traction. And I, you know, I'm like, no, 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 you need to go business to business first and generate a lot of cash first, then go to business to consumer. So this kind of stuff. Is there a certain type of um, business that you tend to work with or certain types of industries? Um, Yeah. Great question. Um, I, um, majority of my focus is consumer products and consumer technology. So whether it's an app, which is in the hands of a consumer and they play with it, or um, it's, that's a consumer technology or a consumer product like this sauce that I was talking to. The business model can vary, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, but, But that's, end goal is a consumer product or a technology. Great. And speaking of consumer apps, yep. <laughs> one of the things, one of your projects is being the CEO of Dispatch Mom. Yes. yes, uh, yes. What is Dispatch Mom? Dispatch Mom is an on-demand service for the busy mom. So it is Uber for all things moms. Um, if you are uh, in the need of a babysitter right now because you need to take a nap, that's going to happen to you, you know, or, <laughs> or um, if you, you know, you just don't want to mess with dinner tonight, you don't want to order takeout or, you know, delivery because you don't know what goes on in that food. Um, if you, you know, if you need someone to go clean your house today because it hasn't been cleaned and you can't wait another day or guests are arriving, you name it, you dispatch that help. Um, it is, it is an on-demand, all of it, um, app, and we are launching in August. We're launching with those three services, so meal delivery, um, uh, cleaning, and, um, and uh, child care. And then later in 2021, we're going to expand it 
to uh, pet care and uh, hopefully child transportation. That's a goal and errands. I love that. And it's um, starting, it's launching in Colorado. It's launching in Colorado. Yes. Um, And so from what I'm, from what you described, so it's kind of like the Uber from the mom that needs help. Yes. And if I need someone like right now, yeah, I'm going to get on a podcast interview and I need someone to watch my kiddos or I need some healthy food. I can just kind of get on the app and right That's away correct. have help. That's how, how it's supposed to work. That's correct. It's a one-stop shop for mainly professional women that also are involved in their younger children's life. I'm one, you know, I'm professional, I'm a working mom, but I'm also very involved in my eight-year-old's life. And, um, and, you know, Dispatch Mom allows that busy mom to still have involvement, but for a couple of hours, two, three hours, just take some time off. Um, great. So what inspired you to start Dispatch Mom? Interesting you asked that question. Because that had to do with startup advising as well, startup coaching as well. So in 20, what year are we? 2020, yeah. <laughs> in 2019, early 2019, so it was February, um, I was um, a mentor at a startup event for women. And it was a particularly difficult weekend in, uh, in terms of all the things that I had to do. So, you know, my son, my dog, I had a lot of work. Um, my husband was having some health issues and I was just really, really struggling, you know, figuring out. And then I had signed up for this all weekend long mentorship, you know, to provide mentorship. And so I, um, found my way to the place that the the event was being held and I was late. So I hadn't even been assigned to a group because I was late. So I asked the organizer, I'm like, what do I do? She's like, well, go find a group. So, okay. So I just went to this group, a group of women that had huddled together. And so I was just really frazzled that Mm -hmm. weekend. And I hadn't been to the hair salon for months. I mean, there was no COVID at that time. I could have had my hair done, but my roots had grown this much and I looked awful and I was just very frazzled. And these group of women, the, the company they were working on, the startup weekend was intended to just spare ideas, like complete strangers, not necessarily prior entrepreneurs would get together startup weekends and form a company on paper. So this group of women we're um, talking about a company that was called It Takes a Village. And it was all about helping busy moms with their lives. And it was like a calling. So it just like therapy for me. So I sat there and I'm like, you got to do this. You got to do this. And so I helped them through the weekend um, evolve their concepts and they were struggling with the business model, how this could work, um, what the service was going to be. And um, eventually they called it wing mom. And that was my suggestion. Um, They pitched, they didn't win the pitch, but at the time I was also an investor. So I was really hoping that they would take the idea further and I was ready to actually back them up. And so um, that was February and I wrote to them, 
a couple of times and they said, we're sorry, we're not going to go forward with this. But the idea stuck in my head and I uh, just couldn't let it go. And so in August of last year, I decided, damn it, I'm going to do this. <laughs> now, this idea of Dispatch Mom is vastly different than the idea that they had. Um, business model is completely different. Theirs was not on demand. This is on demand. Theirs was not an app. It was a web-based. It was more of a subscription model. Um, they could not make par- profitability work. You know, they didn't have a viable business model. So this is very, very different. But the inspiration really came from that weekend. I love that. And I love that it was kind of born from this organic experience that you had and that it's kind of grown and it's continued in your heart. Um, and I love everything about the business. Um, I'm so excited to start trying it once it launched and my baby's born to share it with all my friends. And, um, so kind of one of the questions I had when we were chatting about it before was kind of what are the safety pieces that you've mm-hmm. put in place with it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that's probably a big concern for people who might absolutely and mine included. So dispatch mom is an aggregator, um, similar to how Expedia is an aggregator for airlines and car rental companies, et cetera. So we work with agencies that specialize in that service. We work with Nano. Nano is also a Colorado-born company, um, former lawyer uh, woman. Uh, She uh, launched Nano, Nano, I think, two, three years ago, and she's now, you know, um, across the, the United States. It's a childcare app, on-demand childcare app. And they have extremely, extremely stringent vetting processes. So they do background checks on every single caretaker and every single parent. And I will do, Dispatch Mom will do uh, background checks on every single, single parent as well. So Nano um, background checks on their um, service providers. They also do a skill test on all the babysitters. And um, they also do a, um, you know, capability test. So not only, um, you know, are you able, do you, are you, you know, certified with CPR, et cetera, but do you have the skills to be around the children? Um, that, that's their um, uh, process. With uh, cleaning also, um, I can't name the partner because we haven't finalized yet, but they also have, very stringent um, requirements. And this all, all of these care providers, there's a last stop before it goes to the consumer. The last stop is me personally. So let's say you go to Nano and you say, I need a cleaner. That cleaner will not show up at your house until I have seen them. Not personally, but I've seen their profile and I feel comfortable telling you, okay, Pam, I don't know, Joy is going to show up at your, um, at your house in 10 minutes. And if you don't want the Joy, I will send all of Joy's, you know, profile and picture. If you don't want Joy, you can say cancel and Joy will not be at your place. So the very last step of the process is me um, being a mom, being a woman. I am very, very keen on safety. I love that. And I love that you are creating this aggregator because 
um, you know, it is overwhelming to go to each different app and vet it and find the best of the best. And you're kind of bringing that all together and creating a filter so that we can kind of trust what we've, what we've found. Um, so kind of speaking on this, your inspiration for this, what, um, what tips do you have as this, you know, I'm sure you coach other founders on work, work-life balance. You found your own kind of take on work-life balance. What tips would you have to other working moms, other aspiring <laughs> business owner moms as well about kind of how to balance um, their life and their work and all of that? Yeah, you know, I uh, balance is, is an interesting word, isn't it? You know, because uh, people take it in different ways. For me, it has to be, again, balanced on aggregate. So it could be very imbalanced on Monday and Tuesday and on Wednesday, it could be very balanced. And on aggregate, I feel good about it. But I, um, I created a mental model that really helped me. Um, and I did that because I gave myself about an hour or two of reflection time every, every morning. And so this mental model came to me one of the times that I was just sitting quiet and just reflecting. And I stepped back and I looked at myself as a system. Uh, I'm a nerd. (laughs) As a a black box system. And Mm -hmm. I thought, okay, so every system operates with a set of inputs and it provides a set of outputs. So for me, what are those inputs that I need so that the system provides an optimal output. And so for me, it was um, time to reflect. It was my tribe. It was intellectual curiosity and time with family. Okay, so I got these four. And then what is, what is the output that I can provide with this system? Well, time for my family, time for my tribe, time for my business. So. Um, once I determined that this is how I operate, then I actually drew it on a piece of paper. I am very, very deliberate about enforcing those inputs. <laughs> That's how I have learned to manage it. Um, it has worked so far. And it's, it's new. I mean, this is probably just a few months. I love that. And you kind of initially thought the word balance was interesting. <laughs> and I'd love to hear more kind of why... Is there a word besides balance that you would use or that resonates more with you kind of with this model that you've created for yourself? Yeah, so I, um, I don't really use the word, the phrase, I should say, work-life balance. For me, it's life balance. Work is a part of life. And, you know, family is a part of life. Um, intellectual stimulation is a part of life. So how do we create balance across all of it? Um, you know, I, I've never been the type, and I, I, this is, you know, this is no judgment. This is just me. I've never been the type to say, okay, my work starts at eight and it ends at five. It ends when it ends. And sometimes it doesn't end. Right. Sometimes I leave it at three and I'm like, heck with it. I can't I I need a break. It is what it is. Um, It's challenging. You know, it it is. And especially times that I worked at corporate, I couldn't always do that. 
So, um, but for me, work has always been a part of a bigger thing called life. I love that. And I love that you kind of, it's kind of one word and you incorporate it. And I like that. It sounds like you create a priority system with your input and output and you really look at both sides of the coin, like what is coming into me and what is going, what am I giving out into the world? Because I think there is a change. A lot of times people just focus on one or the other and they don't kind of think about, okay, what, how does both of them look like? So since you've been kind of experimenting with this, how's it been going? It's going well. It's going well. And, and to be quite honest, when it's not going well, it's my own doing. It really is. I can't really blame anyone about it, you know, uh, for it, but me. Like, you know, the reality is I am a mom of a young child and he needs my time. He needs help. Um, I need help. I need my own time. So what do I do? Well, wake up earlier. The days that I don't wake up earlier, I'm rushed. Or the days that I go to sleep very late, you know. No one forces me to go to sleep late. No one forces me to sleep in. And when I do, then I'm off balanced, right? Um, So when I actually put that system together, like today, you know, I woke up at five o'clock and I'm feeling very productive and I was looking forward to this. It's, I'm in a better state of mind and it's working really well. I've got my reflective time. I've got my intellectual time. I've gotten time with my tribe, with my family, everything works well. So being, being very deliberate about managing those inputs really helps. Have you, um, you know, thought about, cause I know I've posted on some moms groups about kind of topics for moms and things that people struggle with. And something that kept coming up was this idea of guilt and guilt about, I could imagine guilt about hiring someone to come in and help and using, <laughs> do you have any advice for people who are like, yes, I need a cleaner. I need a nanny, but I feel guilty. Is your idea with dispatch mom, not only to give them the resources, but also to say, Hey, it's okay to have a tribe. Like it's okay to get help. Is, is that kind of one of your goals with it? Or Absolutely. It- no. And that is really true because you know, for me, I realized that if I don't have the time to focus on me, I cannot give. You can't drink out of an empty cup. And so if I'm empty, there's nothing to give, right? If I'm cleaning the house rather than reading a really interesting article because I have to clean the house. If I, you know, if I don't have the, the positive time that gives, affords me to manage those inputs, then I'm empty. And that's the intent. And I've been that, honestly, I've been that where, you know, I'm just going from one thing to another, to another. And, um, I, uh, you know, I'm short, you know, I, I'm testy. It, it, that's not good. Um, yes. The intent behind dispatch mom is to give mom a little relief, just a little relief. And the very important thing about it is it comes from a trusted source because I, I'm creating this, this service for people like me and I get it. Um, I had a full-time nanny several years ago 
and she's now with family. I love her. She's moved on to Texas. Um, and that was when I was like really busy in corporate and just feeling like I'm, you know, I'm on top of the world, but I had a, you know, two-year-old boy. And so my nanny, every morning, she came at six o'clock and did not leave till seven o'clock. And she would take care of my son. She would cook. She would clean. She would run errands. She would do all of those things. And life was so much easier then. But guess what? Guess what? That burden that I had that I put on the nanny, I mean, she had her own family, right? So her children were like, mom, you know, what the hell? You're doing all of these things. And so the dispatch mom, not only it provides help to the busy mom, it doesn't overburden a human being because there's a million tasks and not one person can do a million tasks and survive, you know? So, I mean, a lot of people do that, but it's, it's just hard. I love that. Well, thank you so much for interviewing with me. Oh, thank you. Before we sign off, what is the best way for people to get in touch with you and also to learn about Dispatch Mom? Okay, so great. So Dispatch Mom will be launched in August. Um, Right now we're collecting emails and um, we will be giving three $25 Target gift cards to three lucky winners uh, when we collect 200 emails. So we are... um, about three quarters of a way there. So go on dispatchmom.com and sign up, give your email. I promise we don't spam. Um, dispatchmom.com. And then for my consulting practice, it's uh, aza.consulting, aza.consulting. And I love hearing from founders, especially women founders. Uh, so just give me a shout. Great. And I will include all of those links in the show notes as well. Thank you so much. Thank you. So great to talk to you, Pam. Hey, Mama. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Head over to my website, www.findpam.com for all the show notes and links. And you will also get access to my free legal tool to name legal guardians. It's all right there at findpam.com.